Hola, soy Erika y este es el podcast del Distrito Santo. Bienvenidos. Estamos en el episodio 4 de nuestra serie ¿Qué es la Biblia? Esta semana estamos reuniendo el bloque para continuar explorando los estilos de escritura en la Biblia y por qué son importantes. Si no has escuchado los otros episodios, te sugiero que los hagas antes de escuchar este. Pero si está listo para comenzar, hablaré con nuestros oyentes en inglés por un momento y luego comenzaremos. Hey everyone, it's Erica Henry and you're listening to episode 4 of our current podcast series, KS La Biblia. In this week's episode, we're getting the block together in Allentown to continue our conversation about the different styles of literature in the Bible and why they're important. So I hope you will listen in with us. If you haven't listened to the other episodes in the series, I would encourage you to pause this one, listen to the other ones first, and then rejoin us here. All right, let's get started. Yes. Well, the things that, that, ha that happened in the past. Okay. Sierra. It was told over and over again. Uh, cultura oral. Mm -hmm. Does, right, that, right, does right, that make yeah. sense? Because yeah. they yeah. Uh, no. They didn't write. Oh. Yeah. No escribe. Mm -hmm. No escribimos. Uh, no, no escribe. No escribieron mucho. Uh, escribieron mucho. mucho. Mm -hmm. Sí. Narrativa es fácil. Uh, es muy fácil to, uh, to share. ¿Cómo se dice share? Compartir. Para compartir. Yeah, compartir. 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 Yes. compartir. Yeah. Easy. 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 Fácil. Yeah. 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 Narrativa es uh, poderoso. Poderosa? Poderoso. poderoso. Sí. Um, pensamos narrativa en, en nuestro tiempo. Power. Power. ¿Qué, qué, qué uh, narrativas 
do you know? Um, tu sabes. You know. What narratives do I know? Mm -hmm. um, Telenovelas, <laughs> libros. That's all of them. Movies. I mean, you know, like like Greek mythology. Mythology. Antigua. Narrativa antigua. Poesia ya yo sé Antique narrative. Antique. Mm -hmm. Greek mythology is, is old. old. It's, yeah, it's ancient. Ancient. Yeah, ancient. Well, what, what about? Oi. Oh, Drops. Narrativa Poderosa. And the sitcoms? Sitcoms? Netflix. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. Marvel. Uh, oh, Marvel. Mm. Mm. TV <laughs> <laughs> watching. <laughs> Why do we like them? Porque. Lo. Que, no, porque porque no nos gusta. Oh, porque, porque nos, nos gusta. Porque nos, nos gusta. Relate. 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 Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> See? <What is> <laughs> Carlos, you've got Carlos stuck. Because <laughs> 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 it can be related. Related is like a. No, it's. Uh, like, like so, like, relatives. Yeah, like, rela relatable. Like, I can, I can see myself in it. You know what I mean? Like relatable. Like a character. I like right. like if, like if I'm watching yeah. Marvel, I'm like so obviously I'm Iron Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like or, I'm trying to think that word Yeah, I, I know what it means, but yeah. I'm trying to think in a like Spanish. how it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All so right. maybe we can say uh, los situaciones y identifico. I was thinking and thinking. Podemos identificar. Con narrativa y no identificar con discurso y lo mismo. The same. I said you can't do it in the same way. Oh, okay. So, Podemos. We are able. We are able. We can. Okay. We can identify with narrative in a way that we cannot identify with an argument. Yeah. Because the other one is one you gotta think. Mm -hmm. Right, you gotta have your, like your own idea on that, right? Because but it could be different between first person and person, right? Podemos entender discurso y agree or disagree. Estar de acuerdo y desacuerdo, porque es como una discusión, es como un discurso, un discurso del gobierno. Vamos a poner. Entonces discute lo que el problema de lo que es. Pero una narrativa podemos identificar con los discutibles. 
Con personajes, con conflictos y con resoluciones, podemos identificar con los todos. Sí, es es diferente que discurso. Sí. Los dos son uh, bien, los dos son uh, importante. importantes, ¿sí? Uh, uh, That's the one that gets me. Pues, poesía. Yeah. I mean, you gotta have your own imagination too, though, I think. Mm, same well, one. Uh, like po poems, I think that the writer is the one that understands the poem really. Mm. But everybody else, has a different interpretation of the That's poem. exactly yes. what I was going to say. Right? Okay. My interpretation of it is totally different, could be totally different right. than anybody else. And the same thing goes with our discussion, because it's philosophy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, that will make it, the last one will make you think more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these books, I think they all make us think mm -hmm. um, in different, uh, in different, ways. different ways. ways. And formas diferentes. Sí. But the one in the middle is the one that you have to Who's calling me? be careful if they're, let, let's say they're saying like, oh, for example, King Dave, mm -hmm. you, you don't want to be just mm -hmm. like him because he was, he did bad things. No es el purpose. Propósito. No en propósito. En propósito. Oh my gosh, that's a Son tener sabiduría. 
Te, mm. so, tenemos sabiduría uh, de leer la Biblia. So, something that we talked about last week, Sean, was not only are there different books in the Bible, but there are also different kinds of, different genres of writing within the Bible. And so, every time we go to the Bible, the better that we understand the genre that we're reading, the better we're going to understand the Bible. The first and the last ones are up to each individual, I feel. Mm. The middle one, by definition, is a systematic retelling of events. Oh, that's your definition. Okay. It's <laughs> a new narrative for me because it ain't systematic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the video that uh, that we've watched for this week. We're going to talk about this because this is not only that of It's not only narrative. But it's actually ancient, Near Eastern narrative. Okay. So, um, la, form, la forma de narrativa por la gente de hoy es muy diferente que la forma narrativa de el, los tiempos sí. anteriores. Sí, sí. Los tiempos de antes. Yeah. So, what we think is a, a narrative and how we tell a narrative is different than the way the people three or four or six thousand years ago okay. thought about narrative. Wow, that was perfect. Okay, so well, then how... What well, you just did right now, because you went to Spanish, to English, that will help you real good. And then, I'm serious, that was good. Thank you. That was perfect. Thank you. Am I right or wrong, right? Yeah, that was, that that was, was perfect. Yeah. I'm great now, at English, Carlos. <laughs> Can you still call it an hour now? Because it's different. We do. Um, and Sean, for you, think about like think about what a uh, movie was like in the first days when they were moving pictures, and what a movie is like now. We still call them movies, but if we showed like. If we showed your Sierra a movie from the 1930s, she would not even think it's yeah. a movie. She wouldn't know what, she wouldn't recognize it. She wouldn't understand it. And it can be very similar for us how we read um, the Bible because we have assumptions. We all have assumptions about what something means and how it works. And from culture to culture, and from you know different times in history to different times in history, they have different assumptions. Eso es la razón por qué leer la Biblia es confundido. Mm, hard to understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. we can read it and read it and read it, but it can be hard to understand. Remember what we read Sunday? He mm -hmm. was talking about one thing, then he jumps about, then he jumps to like, um, if a soldier or something about. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking at the moment, I'm like, why is he talking about war mm -hmm. and when he's talking about something else? Mm -hmm. So this is a really great example. Um, este es un ejemplo uh, great. 
Un gran ejemplo. Un gran ejemplo uh, de dos estilos en una historia o un uh, pasaje. Pas pasaje. Pasaje en la Biblia. Um, Jesús dijo una parábola. 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 Sí, parábola. Significa una historia oh. pequeña. Parábola. 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 Una historia pequeña. Pequeña. Con significado. ¿Es eso Con significado. Y en Lucas, Jesús dijo una parábola parábola sí y cambió de discurso a narrativa y en la narrativa son personajes una un hombre building a house it was yeah yeah I said I forgot you remember us there will be building something If you don't have enough material to build a house, I think it was mm -hmm. what he said. I forgot what it, it was. It was like you wouldn't you wouldn't plan to build something if you hadn't thought it all the way out right. beforehand. Mm -hmm. uh, una... You don't know me very well. sabiduría. So let me try this in, in English for you, Sean, to and Sierra too, to loop this in a little bit. So we read in in Luke, and Jesus was there was a there's a big narrative going on in the gospel of what happened in Jesus's life. So we're we're trying to read that the way that we would read any story, and then he starts to give an argument for what uh, he's trying to persuade people or help people understand discurso. What it means to be a disciple, el precio de discípulo, discípulo, discípulo. Sí. Um, so then he tells a parábola. Para, you see, I did it. Parábola. Uh, he tells a parable about, and it has a couple characters. It has a man who decides to build a house. Well, won't you sit down and count the cost of how how much it's going to cost you to build this house? Mm -hmm. Or else you'll get halfway through and you won't have enough money. And then you're going to be the laughing stock of the town because you have a half-built house. And then he said, or, let me tell you another little story. Would someone go to war with a neighboring country that has 20,000 soldiers when, when they only have 10,000 soldiers? Or would they count their soldiers and decide, I'm going to try and make peace with them because I don't have enough soldiers to win this battle? Jesus is saying, the person that needs to count the cost to build a house, the person that needs to count the cost to win a battle, those people are like 
people who are thinking about becoming disciples of Jesus. It's, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for saying, in your life, in these everyday situations, you're not going to go to the grocery store and not have enough money because if you show up and you put all your groceries on the, on the belt and then they say $50 and you only have $30, then that's at, at least embarrassing, mm-hmm. at, at most inconvenient, or, you know, there's consequences for that. So in that time, the stories that made sense to those people were the stories that Jesus told. And so la uh, parábola um, es muy efectivo, es muy efectiva por uh, comunicar la sabiduría y uh, muy memorable. Uh, la, la historia de la Samaritana. Samaritana. La Samaritana. Bueno. Muchas personas um, nunca está en <coughs> la iglesia. Sabe la parábola. Will you say it? Will you say it better in Spanish so I can hear it? Yeah. So there are lots of people who have never been in a church ever, but they have heard of the Good Samaritan. They might even know the full story. There are hospitals named the Good Samaritan. Good Samaritan. And and you would say, what's a good Samaritan? <coughs> and they would say, someone who does something nice for someone else, or mm-hmm. someone who helps someone in need. Mm-hmm. That is because Jesus used narrativa, no discurso. If you ask, if you ask someone, what argument did Paul make in the letter to Epheso? And in, in Epheso, um, is that right? Ephesus. Ephesus. Um, how many people would know anything about that? Nobody. No. Some pastors probably wouldn't even know. But ask anyone what a good Samaritan is, and they would know. El, uh, el poder de la narrativa. Poder. Power. Power. Poder. Uh, Jesus, Jesús los, Jesús los sabe? Sí. Jesús knows. Yeah, he knows that. Jesus knew the power of storytelling. Almost um, todo la teaching. Um, like as I enseñanzas, yeah. Enseñanzas son narrativa. Las enseñanzas. Sí, sí. Gracias por escuchar en esta semana. La próxima semana compartiremos nuestro episodio final de esta serie. Hablaremos de la Biblia como literatura hebrea antigua de meditación. ¿Sueña divertido? Creo que sí. Espero que te unas a nosotros. El Distrito Santo es una red creciente de personas en los Estados Unidos que están encontrando formas creativas de vivir vidas integradas y centradas en Jesús, en sus comunidades, con sus comunidades y para sus comunidades.